Hello and welcome to another episode of Arcade Podcast. This is your host, Deadbeat Hero. I am turning it up to 10 because I'm super excited about our guest today. Um, coming all the way from Croatia, we have Luna. Slavin Luna is from Zagreb and he was here doing his thing for the Levin Jam this year. And I had the pleasure to paint with him and his brother Smack again after painting with him before in Zagreb this summer. And he took time to come and sit with us and talk about a lot of very interesting topics. We talked about his art. Uh, we talked about Levin Jam, of course. Um, we talked about the beginning of graffiti in Zagreb. And it was just a pleasure. It was, a really, uh, it was really cool to have him in the studio um, just to hear this man talk, this legend speak. Without further ado, let's just get right into it, shall we? Please help me welcome Slavin Luna. This is the other O, and this is, this is the N. Okay, yeah. wow, really nice score. Yeah. yeah. Nicely done. I never was able to get a good shot of it because the room's not super big, yeah. so it's hard to get like a really great photo of it. Good work, Drilly. Mr. Drilly. Mr. Drilly. Drilly Vanilli. That's a good okay. guy. He has a twin brother. He's also a really great uh, yeah. artist also. Drilly and Really. Drilly, <laughs> Drilly and Really. <laughs> Millie and Vanilli. Drilly got his brother. He's good <laughs> for Really. You remember Millie Vanilli? They yeah, did that. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have fake killer like Millie song. fucking Vanilli. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So cool. So Luna. Yo. In the studio. Hi Rob, nice to meet you again. Nice to see you again too, my friend. Yeah. I'm really glad that you're in town um, for the Levin Jam. Yeah, yeah. Always a pleasure to come over to attend the Levin Jam. It's like a like family event, so to say. Yeah. yeah. How many years have you been coming for? for uh, phew, it's been quite a while already. But yeah, I mean, it... Uh, it was from 2006 to the start? Or? Yeah, I know. It, yeah, it started, like, yeah. I would say, I would say sometimes, yeah, mid-2000s. Mid, mid so, but yeah, actually in the beginning, I didn't really, I didn't really know about the jam was going on. So, well, uh, Levin was a friend of us and he was, uh, he came to Zagreb with, together with uh, Sense, with other friend. So we painted together, party together over there. Then I visited him uh, back in Vienna. I don't quite well remember which year was it. Was it like 1999 or 2000? Mm -hmm. I think it was 2000 actually. I was working like a commission project for the... Uh, presentation of the mineral water mm -hmm. from here from uh, Austria so I was engaged by our by a, at the time agency from Berlin Graco so I came over and Levin actually gave me a hand and helped me quite a lot to establish what I had over there at the event it was happening at the Museum of uh, Fine Arts mm -hmm. in the it's I think it's opposite side of the Academy of Fine Arts as well it's yeah. in this yeah uh, it's um, so yeah, but besides that, I stayed like for a couple of days, and we had quite a quite a nice time to get around to paint at the Now Canal. Had mm -hmm. a little dedication to our mutual friend Sens, who was outside of town for the moment. Uh, get some tasty kebabs as well. Get some <laughs> yeah. uh, tasty tasty beers as well, of course. <laughs> a party at the presentation of this water, and uh, also visit this. Uh, I think it was at the outskirts of the city. Uh, it was like some abandoned factory or some oh, huge okay. complex, yeah. which was actually at that time 
a place where a lot of people painted and uh, we painted a little wall quick one with ceramic mm-hmm. met some other guys Ichiban if I'm not mistaken was okay. there at the time and uh, yeah just exchange of contacts had fun and like yeah we said hi to each other and then I didn't really I didn't really figure out at some point that uh, yeah Levin sadly passed mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. and uh, it, it like we kept in touch for a while and then at some point I like just we had a visit in Zagreb from a younger guy from Vienna. If I'm not mistaken, his name was Papst. He was writing Papst and uh, he painted with us and he mentioned that. I told him, yeah, yeah we had a friend over there in Vienna, blah, uh, blah, blah. And then he told me the story and he told me also about this uh, this event. And then, uh, yeah, somehow, yeah, we got hooked up with, wow. uh, with uh, Doris, Levin's mom. And uh, even since uh, we've been really close and... Uh, we come every year and uh, from then on I decided like every time I come to Vienna all my pieces that I do gonna be uh, all, all the letters that I'm gonna paint in Vienna gonna mm-hmm. say Levin and Levin only so mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. painting any lunars yeah. around here I'm just painting Levin because Levin is used to be a guy it was my age mm-hmm. uh, we born be born in 75 and uh, I remember him as really super cool guy and he was like also my inspiration for doing some illustrations later for mm-hmm. some Spanish magazine and uh Really good-hearted, warm uh, personality, super nice friend, yeah. and, and really, 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 really nice guy to have around. So yeah. uh, I didn't know anything of him. Like not, I haven't really talked to too many people about about him. Mm. Um, but it's cool that this year is like my first time participating. Mm. And so, um, yeah. but also, I've heard I've heard of I've heard of him quite a bit. Also, so. super cool guy. Like everybody loved him. I I never ever heard like any 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 bird bad word about him or his legacy and he has like uh, many nicknames and he's been quite active traveling all over mm-hmm. I still have some uh, uh, postcards that him and uh, sent send me from around the world that been traveling I remember like they were in Spain and New York and I still yeah. have his sketch at home saying uh, he wrote Nash and mm-hmm. he said mm-hmm. like uh, just under his sketch he put like no more clubs Lunar please <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually describes uh, your time together the lives we were, the, the life we were living back then when yeah. we were young and restless so yeah yeah that's super cool that um, that you're here though and, and this event is uh, is happening every year and uh, on the last mm. episode I um, that I uploaded I I promoted it and put the, mm. the website on mm. um but yeah i'm really excited about also painting with you you guys to do like a wall together it was it's, a nice experience in zagreb actually yeah, yeah it was really fun yeah. and it kind of it was pretty effortless and that's always the best um yeah. in my opinion it's the best walls to make where it's like you just kind of work on it it's like a little bit of freaking it out but then once you start going it's like it's yeah. fluid like like it went pretty so smooth yeah, I mean, it's 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 like uh, I don't know. Um, for many years, we really tried to um, how to say. Well, we started like uh, graffiti when we were much younger, of course, much younger than uh, today. Mm-hmm. We were really ambitious in terms of like trying to trying to do some really very well planned and organized walls. Like uh, for us, like the German scene, for example, was really kind of quite a quite a, a, a something to achieve and mm-hmm. then uh, really figure out it's it's going to be really hard with our like mentality we were yeah. more like more i don't know could more relate to maybe spanish or french writers like okay. more party hardy guys yeah yeah make fun and then make like some spontaneous works on the wall yeah yeah but, uh actually during the years we just for the years we just figure out it's 
Mm. It's like fulfilling us. Mm. It's fun. It's never yeah. going to change, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could never be like, uh, 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 you know, super, I don't know, uh, Germans would say, punktlicht in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> so, we were always like, there's always somebody late, always somebody have a hangover, massive hangover from the night before, from partying, and then... Yeah. Yeah, we go, we meet on the wall. It's very rarely that everybody has the same colors. So, yeah. for example, now <laughs> when you arrive to, to this uh, jam we had in Zagreb with Loop Colors, we were actually, uh, the, the, the guy just made the color scheme on his own. So he mm -hmm. offered the same to every participant. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we were just, uh, I mean, I love it that we don't really have to discuss about, we're going to have like, I don't know, gray feeling and black yeah. background and this and that. Mm -hmm. You have your color set the same as myself. You do whatever you want. So yeah, just yeah. go feel free. Mm -hmm. We are grown up, so we don't have really to instruct each other. We True. are here to like support, inspire each other. So yeah. it has to go spontaneous, like mm -hmm. just as in relationship, in friendship, yeah, yeah, forever. Exactly. So you just have to go with the flow and... You, we're not kids anymore. We don't really nobody to tap our backs and like say, yeah, this you you've done good work. I don't mm. really care. So, I mean, we just go and we just do. Yeah, yeah. And it, it feels it, it has to be like our uh, joy. Yeah, so of course. Say, yeah? It's like I, when I was talking to Golif at another episode, we were talking kind of comparing it to skateboarding. Like mm. you go out, you're out with your friends. Yeah, you do a little sure. jam session. Mm. It's like mm. the same feeling mm. that you would get from probably the same with the musicians and same yeah, with true, like everybody true. else who is participating as sportsmen. Yeah, yeah. the the creativity mm. should be fun. You know, it's not like exactly. That. We should just go yeah. and, and play. So yeah. if you don't play, you are you became a little bit. You become a little bit maybe stiff. Like uh, mm -hmm. uh, how to say. Uh, Tight. Like yeah, yeah. yeah stick we, we up your ass. We don't really like to be tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we love to be free. Loosen it up. Loosen it up. Yeah. So, you, so you were born and raised in Zagreb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born and raised. Yes. Nice. yes. So you were getting some some crazy like um, influences from from everywhere, right? So not just from Germany, Spain, like. Yeah, I mean, you know, in 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 the in the early days, uh, we just been yeah, I've been traveling a little bit with my parents, so uh, I've been. Witnessing some 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 happenings, colorful happenings in some cities like Berlin. Uh, not so much I saw in Switzerland at the time, but yeah, a little bit happened in Austria, Italy, whatever. But uh, it's uh, more or less uh, we we felt a little bit uh, isolated. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not the proper word, but uh, because um, we had first wave of graffiti that started happening like sometimes around mid 80s mm -hmm. as all over Europe mostly yeah and uh, also but on the that trains. first wave died off pretty quickly so by mm -hmm. by the end of 80s they were all gone and they didn't really leave uh, a lot of marks like mm -hmm. a lot of legacy for us to learn and we didn't even know them in person so mm -hmm. because they were like a little bit older guys not significantly yeah. older than themselves but they were like into breakdance into graffiti into rap we, we just knew some rap songs and then mm -hmm. it took me like now like what is it like 30 years like yeah. i got like album via my friend fed philly mm -hmm. got it given from somebody from that generation i met some people in the meantime and mm -hmm. somebody brought this album from the graffiti from like i don't know 80 40 89 in zagreb mm -hmm. and i was like wow i know i remember <laughs> some of those pieces but still those guys just went away so we were like new kids on the block we really needed to try to establish everything from from the point zero so from mm -hmm. the from the beginning and uh so the, the the creative seeds were sown, and uh, we just wanted to um, we just wanted to play. The war was about to start, and it was really kind of a, a, a great days, like grim and uh, 
graffiti and, and hip hop were kind of like a imaginary window to mm-hmm. the to the mm-hmm. world that the kid want to see. Yeah. So we didn't yeah. give a shit about what was going on. Of course, we mm-hmm. we, we didn't love it and we were like scared as, yeah, as yeah. hell and whatever. But we were we wanted to find an alternative for ourselves to live. We were mm-hmm. like kids. We were not you know we were like just getting. In, puberty and uh, yeah, yeah. you know we were interested in girls music fun not, yeah, yeah. not in like uh, breaking somebody's neck or, or, or yeah. killing somebody or I don't know what which which war was it, it was like know? when Yugoslavia fell apart like ah, in, okay. in, in this the yeah this was in 90s, 90s so yeah, yeah. then yeah beginning of 1991 to, to 1995 it happened yeah. so in Croatia then it turned to mm. Bosnia and around so but, uh, but how was it at that time there like how was what was the feeling there during that time it was yeah, like war. War yeah. is never a good feeling, definitely, whatever. So yeah. there are people who had interest in this, who are interested in uh, setting up a fire. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see who is interested in setting up the fire, then you just wait till the end if you're lucky to survive. And then you see who profited, who yeah, made yeah. a profit out of it. So then you see who's the responsible one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah. And there are parasites who roll with them. So whatever, I don't want to go into politics. But uh, for us as a kids, we were like a little bit isolated at that times in, mm-hmm. in, in Croatia. So we just used uh, several uh, sources to get ourselves to... I don't know, magazines from all over the world, like one one guy from Zagreb uh, got the can control from uh, California. Oh, wow. Then uh, we got, I remember, like, uh, what was it like? Rabbit Coconut Children, mm-hmm. or it was from UK, and Hip Hop Connection. Oh, Even yeah. stores, like Chino was having like, the Graphlix uh, page over there. Mm-hmm. So I got in touch with him as well, and uh, there were like a couple of European magazines, like Bomber, uh, there was AL from uh, Italy, on the run was uh, starting to happen in uh, by Zepster in Germany. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Substreet styles happened a little bit later in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, that like kind of several influences like Kelly, UK, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Spain had a little something. I think some photocopied fancy that came over. I quite I don't really remember the name quite well. Mm-hmm. I remember the name like Tarantini and some of these old guys writing from them at that time, like Kapi, Muki, Musa. There was like, also yeah. we being with the school there to Barcelona and I was taking pictures of some of this stuff. Pai, the old guy who, one of the inventors of the anti-style, which later transferred to Paris as well and inspired quite a lot of graffiti scene What's the name, there. Pai? Pai, P-I-A, yeah, like ah, okay. apple pie. Yeah? Wow. But without apple. So, uh, so then was like, yeah, it was really, really, uh, my kids from the school went to Roma. Mm-hmm. They, met, they met some graffiti guys from there, yeah. SHM crew at the time. It was like really super, super inspiring. Mm-hmm. It was like everything, you know, what is, I think that the nicest period in, in life of a kid is this uh, naive uh, 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 virgin part where you are anticipating things to happen yeah, and then yeah. you imagine how it should look. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for ourselves, we all watch, of course, Beat Street, the Hollywood mm-hmm. production yeah, yeah. movie, but we also watch like Wild Style and we had Subway Art and Spray Can Art. When I saw these books for the first time, I was like completely amazed. Like I was blown off by, <laughs> by, by seeing those pictures. And I imagine in my kiddish head that kids there were really super happy. They were hanging with each other, with yeah. each other. They were like exchanging creative energy, painting mm-hmm. trains, doing this and doing that. Took me like years and years to figure out what was this gonna, what what was this, what was it actually yeah. really like over there that they were yeah. fighting with baseball bats, killing each other, stabbing Fuck, each other, yeah. and like I don't know, snorting drugs. Yeah, yeah. 
it was not really like a fairy tale like Disneyland like we imagine it from here so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, compared to that kind of nasty world, I could say we in Balkans, we were really uh, lucky mm -hmm. because uh, in spite of all the uh, obstacles we had and all the misfortunes that, that happened, mm -hmm. we were really, uh, uh, we, we grown up a little bit uh, nicer, I mm -hmm. would say. Mm -hmm. We respect each other a little bit better mm -hmm. and... Uh, we didn't really go outside with baseball bats, with knives, yeah. like stabbing each other, like breaking each other's yeah. heads. I mean... But was the... Uh, what do you say? Balkans? Is that what you, what you called? Um, hmm. Yeah, the Balkans is... Uh, it's a geographical term, actually. So the Balkans is like a huge peninsula, which is from the north defined by River Sava, which uh, has a source in Slovenia mm -hmm. and gets all the way down mm -hmm. to... Um, east of Croatia and then to Serbia and then around Belgrade it uh, connects with Danube, oh, okay. another big river also passing yeah, yeah. through here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they also define the term around Serbia, through Bulgaria and between Bulgaria and Romania and they end up in the Black Sea, so this is Balkans, this is Greece is Balkans Albania is Balkans, oh, okay, all okay. over Yugoslavia all over Yugoslavia and next countries are Balkans oh, right, Bulgaria right. is Balkans as well I thought it was like the term for Another term for Zagreb. It can, no, no, no. It can be term also for uh, mentality of the area. Mm -hmm. And uh, they usually see us as wildlings. From there. <laughs> so if <laughs> you ask like Germans, like the definition, like, I don't know, difference uh, of a stereotype between like, I don't know, Croatian, Bosnian, Serb, Bulgarian, I would say like 99% going to say they're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together with uh, Greek, Turkish, whatever. Everything yeah, yeah. which is down south, they don't really differ. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the same for us if you like, I don't know, show us somebody from Iran, Iran Iraq, Kuwait, uh, Syria. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we couldn't be able to tell the difference. Also, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, some other countries. Like, I never can make a difference between three, three Balkan countries, Litva, Latvia, Estonia. Yeah, yeah. Never can learn it. So maybe states <laughs> in USA, I, I can know some, but not mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So it's probably normal. But yeah, yeah Balkans is like a sure. geographical term. Yeah. So. so what what drew you to, to graffiti in the first place? What was like your appeal to it? It was like, uh, yeah, creativity, like an urge to express myself visually. I mean, so to say later, but uh, when, when I've been being a kid, like just parents gave me uh, colorful pens and mm -hmm. markers and, uh, I don't know, aquarels, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just doodling around and yeah. I loved it. So I stayed, <laughs> <laughs> I stayed within the area. Yeah. This is something about um, the creativity that you have as a child that just kind of, when you, when you rediscover it later as an adult, it's... Uh, it's like this happy place, I think, a little it bit. Is, it is, indeed. But I mean, uh, probably you discover it as a child if somebody gave you the opportunity to True. do it. Yeah, if, yeah. if you were raised by the Spartans, yeah, yeah. by the wolves, you're mm. going to be a wolf yourself yeah, yeah. one day of when course. you grow up. So, if I, I mean, if you're raised by poets, you're going to be maybe a poet. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, it's just, it's just about people letting... Uh, your parents letting you be open and kind of uh, yeah, and yeah, discover yeah. your own way and you know instead of because uh, my parents are poets and then I don't know if they let me be whatever I wanted to be then I would mm. totally probably not be a poet. <laughs> yeah. That could be that could be a double sided sword if parents give you like freedom to be whatever you want to be. So yeah. I would say I would be really scared, like if I had the children myself, like to let let them go, just do whatever you want. I mean, yeah. let let them own of their own consciousness and of their own mm -hmm. like uh, uh, sense of yeah. surrounding. Because mm -hmm. I mean, like when your kids start going to the primary school, as soon as it started walking the way to the school and back on his own or mm -hmm. on her mm -hmm. own, 
it's it's up. You are you are finished with yeah. your education. I mean, you're not finished, yeah. uh, definitely, but you are. It's it's. Uh, They're having a, it's, a different uh, influences. Surrounded and, by the yeah. wild world, and, and they then, have to just make decisions on yes, their own. After uh, exactly, that. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because you're not gonna be around the whole time. Yeah. The whole time to say this is good, this is bad. Yeah. yeah. And this is where a lot of kids like little fish or little chicken or little mm-hmm. I don't know tortoise or little yeah. tigers. Yeah. Go and fall way. into abyss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get caught in a trap or get. Yeah, but there's that other way too. If you're if you're a parent and um, and if you're too strict and too um, strict, yeah, a little mm-hmm. too uh, possessive or. You're really worrying about your child the whole time. Then mm-hmm. it can really, once the kid has a chance to be free, then he kind of goes wild on their own, you know, because they never had that. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a good or a bad way to do. It. I think. I mean, there's obviously a bad way, but <laughs> I, think, I think you can. I think you, you can, can, yeah, just you do, can it do it as best. Life. Hope for the best, and then also a little bit of uh, uh, fate, a little True. bit of luck, True. besides as well. You don't have any children, do you? No, no, no. Okay. As far as I know, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> His phone number? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm not. Uh, uh, Ray, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. well, were your parents pretty um, open for your creativity and stuff like this? Were they letting you? Or yeah, did I you mean, it's, it? it's fun. It's fun when, because when you look back, it's uh, they were like our mom. Mm-hmm. I'm telling it because he yeah. was sitting right. We have snack in the studio as well. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see what's Cheers. up? What's up? <laughs> Smack here. Uh, Ivo can talk, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for everybody, this is my younger brother, and he's writing Smack. Mm-hmm. He's going to join us tomorrow at 11 Gym, as usual. Yeah, and, jamming uh, He's out a tomorrow. good guy, unlike his old brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what I want to say, like, a mom was always uh, kind of critical towards our work and towards our, I don't know, behavior. So, uh, I really, how to say, um, I felt always like I, I need to double check everything what I do. That, that it's really you. You, you always want to make your parents happy, make of them course, proud yeah. of yourself. Like not not being not not turn up to be an asshole. Not yeah. like to have them being ashamed. So I actually had them feel ashamed many times. Like mm-hmm. being like I don't know bad at school, bringing bad notes to home, or ending up at the police station being. Uh, held up for painting graffiti, mm. N- never nothing serious. But it's like yeah. for them, it was like uh, they, 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 disappointment. They, they, they weren't like this as kids. They were listening yeah. to their parents. They were never staying out late in the city. They were never getting themselves, letting themselves in those in those kind of situations to to be taken in by the cops. I mean, yeah. imagine being like I don't know, 14 years old and being like what I don't know, uh. 16 or 18, or like I don't know, being. A, Having bad notes in the school, it's not yeah. really nice. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I totally then, agree. I understand you. I was also like at fourteen. I was I was arrested. Also, I was like, yeah. it's the disappointment on your family's face imagine, is just like imagine. Yeah. Like I mean, you're not you. You didn't prove yourself yet. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, kids. Yeah. You're too young mm-hmm. to prove yourself. And yeah. then you've been like just caught and just being accused of something. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some establishment, like some stereotype. Mm-hmm. Uh, a system structure told yep. uh, you know Rob did something bad yeah, and yeah. you should come and pick him up and you take a better care of your kid next time yeah, or yeah. else yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know in America it can end up in tragic ways I mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm. you know in, in Croatia luckily for cops it's fun I mean n- not for all I heard mm-hmm. like terrible stories but yeah. I mean for, for ourselves we had luck because it's also from my point of view, I, my intention was never was never really to create uh, uh, 
damage. Mm. I, I didn't want to, to go to, to do the damage. I just yeah. wanted to express myself and let everybody like just leave me alone to mm -hmm. draw, like mm -hmm. to paint. I, yeah. I want to do my thing. Yeah. I don't want to, to, to fuck up your shop or whatever. I just want to paint. So yeah. I want to, to practice to get some skill, to earn skills, to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how we were trying to evolve ourselves, to develop our, our, our skills. And then, yeah, on the way, of course, you just paint some wall and then somebody is having a bad day mm -hmm. and he sees two kids painting a wall. Yeah. I mean, I didn't intend to hide. I don't I don't care really. If I want to hide, I will hide. But yeah. I don't have to run. The cops mm -hmm. come, just they come, I just wait for them, I explain them what I was doing. Mm -hmm. They know they are aware, mm -hmm. but they still, because of the book of the law, they have to take me in and interrogate me and ask me this and that. Yeah. And then let me go and maybe take my cans or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean it's really yeah, at this age, we still do paint the walls that are really egal, what Germans, yeah. German writers will yeah. say. So I, I don't really feel like uh, asking for uh, the um, like permission permission yeah. there to paint the wall next to some railway tracks, like a godforsaken place. Yeah. But yeah. I just go on my own and I go there and I don't really expect somebody mm -hmm. to really make me any troubles with yeah, it because yeah. I'm making it better. And I, I don't really want to go on mm -hmm. private property. So... It's still like our exercise, like sportsmen, they, they meet, they, they go to their trainings. Mm -hmm. We still, we, we have like a schedule almost full, but there is every time like, uh, like when you came to Zagreb, it's mm -hmm. always like that somebody comes and bring us out to paint. We just go to some place and then if there is nothing organized going on, then we do it on our own. So we yeah. go and we paint. And I don't really want to explain to anybody what I want to paint, why I want to paint, exactly, why yeah, this yeah. color, what is the symbolics. Yeah, exactly. And like get a life, yeah, so yeah, yeah. spare me of that, so... <laughs> Yeah, I understand that totally. But yeah, so did you coming from graffiti and mm. and you knew you wanted to follow this creative path? Did you did you try to follow it through school also, or were you take any workshops afterwards, or uh, or did you just kind of learn on your own everything? Yeah, I was more or less. I mean, I was self taught. I mean, I I went uh, to the faculty of graphic design, but uh, mm -hmm. I just jumped out after like. Uh, Two years, year and a half. So you wanted years, to do graphic like design work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I did. Uh, so I started practicing like uh, my best friend, Too Fast, Kreshok, who was who I started painting with. Mm -hmm. uh, he was like already in the um, high school for fine arts. Yeah? So uh, he was, of course, drawing much better and then he was having more skills in this. So I started like a little bit like filling up outlines that he did and uh, we started like, yeah, started sketching after him and... Uh, yeah, we were listening to the same music, hip-hop, of course. And uh, during the time, I also started, he, he, he adopted, like, uh, skills in uh, graphic softwares, mm -hmm. like Photoshop and at that time Corel, like freehand, mm -hmm. and Illustrator. And then I started learning it as well because he was already uh, starting to be an intern at the graphic design studio. At mm -hmm. that time, they were making illustration by Airbrush. So yeah. it was, like, back in 92. And I used to come there, and they have this... Uh, uh, water markers, mm -hmm. like a mm -hmm. huge palette of them. I never saw such a big box by then. And I really enjoyed coming and trying these markers and trying to make sketches with those, uh, trying the airbrush. Airbrush I didn't really like. Mm -hmm. But then we started like getting spray cans wherever we could. And uh, yeah, th this is how we started like uh, developing some of our story. And mm -hmm. then somehow at the end of 90s, I started, um, I decided I want to get myself a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Because I want to make uh, uh, like uh, uh, secure my money for the month, yeah. uh, because yeah, I yeah. want to pay for my own uh, stuff and uh, whatever. Because I didn't want to develop on the um, 
clients yeah. which were asking us to paint this and that and I really didn't want to paint this and yeah, that in yeah, the ways yeah. they wanted it. Yeah, true. I don't do realistic portraits. I don't do like uh, some stupid landscapes. Mm -hmm, I don't do mm -hmm. some like, I don't know, uh, pieces of food on the wall or yeah. I don't know, flowers or whatever. It's now you, you can name it, you can, you can, you can count it. Uh, I don't know how much motives that I didn't want to please with. Yeah. So I just... We accepted some offers because we wanted money and I didn't want to put myself in such a position. And so, so you got yourself started a job. working nine to five yeah. and then from one studio to another. It was really modest jobs in the beginning, mm -hmm. humble and uh, like for yeah, small money. But I just learned step by step. I yeah. went from one from one uh, step to another mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and finally I ended up as our director of the advertising agency oh, and wow. there cool. like I really learned how to um, also like we, we knew how to communicate with people but did you always learn more and more yeah. and meet more people and then when you end up in a uh, company of 80 people who are experts in uh, whatever in the strategy in business in communications in marketing in like uh, 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 graphic design mm -hmm. in, in, in uh, writing the text in, in putting together everything in negotiating for jobs in, mm -hmm. in organizing events mm -hmm. then you really uh, suck in the good experience and yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. at least a little bit communicative mm -hmm. then you're gonna put your tentacles out you're gonna interact with those people you're gonna be out and be curious and just suck it in and like shut up and just listen to what yeah. these guys do and like tell them some of your ideas and then you can start interacting. Mm -hmm. And of course, if, if you don't finish the faculty, some people say you need like at least eight years to build up like the, the same amount of knowledge you will learn there. Yeah, yeah. It depends. So for me, I respect faculty as of course as the, as the uh, institution. But on the other hand, uh, I was frustrated as a kid because of more things, but besides others, I, I wasn't really uh, happy with uh, what we have to learn there. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I, I remember mathematics from mm -hmm. a younger age. Mm -hmm. that if you train, it's like the sports, then mm -hmm. you get good at it and mm -hmm. then you enjoy it. I didn't really want to spend my time. I wanted to paint, yeah, I wanted yeah. to go out, I wanted to interact, I wanted to travel, mm -hmm. I want to experience the world. So because yeah, yeah. You, you, want to, you want to get theory is fine, mm -hmm. but if you don't have a practice, then you are missing significantly something, a really important piece of uh, life. Mm -hmm. And it's out there, it's not within yeah. uh, the, the institution, within the building. So. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I mean, same people that I was cool with at the faculty are the same guys that are cool that I'm down with today. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of it's always that this um, curious people find other curious people who mm -hmm. are like uh, down with experimenting, with uh, testing, with with. And also there is component which is really uh, uh, super important. If you ask me, it's hard work and it's persistence. Mm -hmm. And then if you just go and go and go and go and learn and work mm -hmm. and don't hesitate. Yeah. And then it's it's when things started happening, when, when you start showing results. Because it's been, I don't know, maybe also one reason why I don't have children. It's that it, it's very frustrating growing up. So... Uh, a little bit earlier, we were kidding on that matter, on that subject. But uh, when I was a kid, I like I had younger sister and younger brother. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I repeated like my own insecurities, my own growing up. I didn't. We didn't have like some terrible childhood. We had yeah. quite normal childhood, and everything was cool, and our parents loved us, and it's all good. But it's still. You see so many, so many little details in kids growing. Mm -hmm. First, you have one younger sister, then you have one younger brother, and it's repeating for mm -hmm. yourself for mm -hmm. second time, for third time. So I get a little bit fed up with this. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, you grow uh, uh, and to learn how much, 
how much uh, insecurities are to pass over and to overcome them mm -hmm. and uh, to learn to be better. And it's no matter if you don't live in some like, I don't know, uh, uh, nasty place in the world, but still it's, it's being, I'm feeling sometimes we are walking on the edge of the razor blade. So yeah. you can fall on left, you can fall on right. You can mm -hmm. be a mm -hmm. bully or you can be bullied. Yeah. Simplified. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wouldn't really, I, I would hate that my potential child would be bullied from mm -hmm. somebody because I would be ready to probably yeah, chop of his head off. Of course. So, if my child was bullying somebody, mm -hmm. I would be also very, very frustrated mm -hmm. and angry. So, I, I, it's, and it's really, it's so tiny little difference that you can really, you really have to learn, you have to, you gotta have some in, in, inner talent mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For, for balancing, and you really have to uh, have a lot of patience. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe, I love. I like to. I like to think that I learn it partially. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I don't know. My father was. Our father was an engineer of electrotechnology, and uh, he was a little bit um, yeah strict in his uh, raising us up and this and that. It was like a really some sometimes hard to speak to him about mm -hmm. like uh, yeah what's bothering you and this and that mm -hmm. because he was down with the discipline, with order, with work, and yeah. with this and that. With learning, and there is no left and right. There is just straight way to through the educational mm -hmm. system to get your points, yeah. to get your diploma, and then you are a grown man, and then we can mm -hmm. talk about anything else. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't really. I, I saw a lot of uh, me, uh, meandering yeah, uh, yeah, among the yeah, 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 surfing among the waves. So mm -hmm. that, that well, we really didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, fit together. Yeah, in in With this world. And your then, dad was from Zagreb, also. He was yeah, yeah, born and raised. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I is mean, he, is he still with us, or did he pass away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Luckily, the both parents are still with us. Oh, nice, so, nice. Yeah. So, Good. yeah, I mean, uh, then um, you really try your best to not to disappoint them because you love them as mm -hmm. they love mm -hmm. you. And but th this expression, you know, leave a lot of yeah. untold stories, yeah, a yeah. lot of frustration, and a lot of uh, willing to be better, willing to be better, willing to be better. So maybe that sort of communication, that sort of verbal ping pong, not to say verbal wrestling, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also gave me like ability to understand like difficult clients. So yeah. because Too Fast and Me, as kids, uh, we were, um, uh, as we were accepting the offers from the clients because we were among the rare graffiti people mm -hmm. in Croatia who were actually doing commission jobs yeah. and like it means assignments like for agencies assignments for like private clients and this and that all kinds of like it's it's, it's cross-section through the society mm -hmm. up to down yeah and back yeah. so uh, we had to yeah I was a shy kid when being a kid but mm -hmm. we have to overcome it we have to learn to communicate with all sorts of uh, humans yeah, all yeah. sorts of clients in terms of getting our money so how, how old were you I don't know. We started doing this. Uh, my first uh, job was in, uh, I think it was '93. Okay. So in '93, I was like what, 17 years old. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I was not 13, of course, but yeah, 17. Yeah. It's still, you know. Yeah, when, no, when no, for sure. 17, it's not like you uh, have like a professional company and you're like you're writing yeah, offers. Green, Greenhorns, like you are Greenhorn. Yeah. You are yeah, like yeah, of absolutely <laughs> non 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 experienced person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's you you learn a little bit something and you get a little bit of. Uh, uh, self-confidence but then you are still not good at mm -hmm. what you are doing and mm -hmm. then you are starting getting money my best investment probably in life were to invest in travels mm -hmm. so I was really uh, hoping I can travel and I was really 
always wondering what's behind the fence, what's behind mm -hmm. in another city, what's mm -hmm. in another country, behind this border, behind this sea, this uh, mountain, mm -hmm. whatever. So I was trying to uh, uh, travel as much as possible. So yeah, in the 90s, it took me to various places around Europe. Also, one, one, one lucky moment was that uh, internet uh, mm -hmm. appeared. Yeah. And before that, we were just exchanging the letters with uh, people around the world who were like uh, pen pals, exchanging yep. the graffiti flicks. Mm -hmm. It took forever to take a picture, develop. Of course, yeah, yeah. run out of film, develop the pictures and the prints, and they arrived in like two, three yeah. weeks somewhere else. <laughs> I they think that this generation doesn't really realize how long yeah, how much of a thing it was. Yeah. yeah, you had to wait for it to be all developed. Everything was super slow. This explains, yeah. explains a little bit maybe why we are so slow. <laughs> <laughs> we take our time. Yeah. <laughs> so kids don't yeah. play with yeah. us. <laughs> it doesn't uh, have to be instantaneous. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. Though. Yeah, but then, yeah, I mean, internet appeared, what was it, like, 95, 96? And then, in, uh, since my father was working with the computers since 70s, so it was, like, really proto stuff. And uh, I, I was, yeah, we had a computer at home, and uh, actually some of the friends who were even more into computers were uh, figure out about graffiti.org, the art crimes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the website. And uh, they just hooked me up with... Uh, Susan Farrell, who was running it at the time, and Brett Webb. So uh, we just put our crew webpage up mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. She allowed us. And uh, this was like a first window to the outside world. And she put me on the mailing list uh, together with like 100 graffiti writers Damn. from all over the world. Wow. So I was like getting information about exhibitions, magazines, jams, this and that. It was still not really super affordable to travel around the world mm -hmm. and that somebody is paying you if you are like a kid from Croatia. Mm -hmm. But then we first met in 99, I think it was 99 in Portugal, as we were invited for a like, graffiti jam which hosted uh, Gemmels for the first time in Europe. Mm -hmm. They were brought by Lumit because they were doing something with him in uh, Munich, in Germany. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then uh, Design from Chicago, old school writer and a fine artist now. Brett Webb and Susan Farrell from Art Crimes were there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Neck and Lumit from Germany and Moritz and uh, yeah, a couple of other people. Says the late uh, uh, he was writing Says at the time. Uh, Dash Snow mm -hmm. was his also other alias. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean it was like quite interesting uh, cluster of like old school Portuguese writers. And it was like really fun and really good good mm -hmm. week to spend there. And really opened our eyes a little bit, and uh, we is that also the first jam that you had, or is it? No, no, it's not the first jam we had. We had them in Croatia as well, happening. Yeah. But it's, it's it means in terms of like exchanging the creative like, juices yeah. with the outside world. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah, went to Switzerland, international. We there we uh, met. Yeah. There we met uh, this guy, that guy. We went to Germany for several times. Mm -hmm. I met like uh, really like uh, Lumit was one of the first contacts, and still I would uh, I'd like to think of him as one of my unauthorized mentor so mm -hmm. to say, we didn't see each other so often that mm -hmm. I could call him, state him a mentor, but I learned a lot from him. I listened to every word he said since, mm -hmm. I don't know, I think it was 97, 98 when we first met, and really opened my eyes, and he told me, like, uh, he explained me about this persistence and, and really stubbornness and way to think and way to develop, and coming from the uh, mind of somebody who already by the end of 80s travel all over the world on mm -hmm. his own and meeting and painting with all the kings mm -hmm. at the time in New Zealand in Australia and Kelly mm -hmm. in I mm -hmm. don't know uh, uh, Philly in uh, whatever Asia later mm -hmm. Africa whatever you know it's unbelievable like what he did and mm -hmm. I, I was really it was really hard to 
understand like you mm-hmm. know all of this and uh, yeah then they were like Munich scene at that time was fantastic uh, Pace and Flynn and Chemnos mm-hmm. and Neon and then Von and the ABC guys and yeah. uh, Lumit of course and Scout and his guys from CBS I mean it was unbelievable mecca of Europe at the time I really love I was super fan always of this uh, end of 80s beginning of 90s style of graffiti mm-hmm which uh, happened when uh, classical forms from the likes of T-Kid and Dondi and the other guys from New York set, 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 set sail to Europe and mm-hmm. uh, fell to the fertile ground of creative kids investing in European countries. And then it started blooming in, in cities like Amsterdam, uh, uh, Berlin, uh, Munich, mm-hmm. uh, Paris, uh, London, uh, Barcelona. Uh, even I remember there was named Seta from Vienna in, in, in this and art book. I never met this guy, but I just saw, and he was painting something similar to what they were doing in the other places as well. Yeah. But it's unbelievable, and, and uh, still, this was also happening, I figured it out later, in all the smaller cities. So it was like really, really spreading like a, like a virus, like a creative mm-hmm. virus among all those kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's... I'm, I'm really kind of grateful for all this that that, that, that happened, and then it really showed us the way, and... Uh, yeah, we were feeling isolated, but soon mm-hmm. we just made the leap over over this fence and uh, yeah. opened the, it up. What was what was happening in '90s with uh, traveling by buses or mm-hmm. by trains all over? Uh, it turned out to be like planes by the mid 2000s, and yeah, I think my first intercontinental trip that I undertook was the New York exhibition in New York in 2006. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it was. We just, yeah, of course, wanted to visit the museum, the Metropolitan, the MoMA, yeah, the, the galleries, yeah. uh, like, yeah, visited other people. Uh, but you wanted to paint, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, we <laughs> wanted to paint. We went to South Bronx to meet uh, yeah. Ted's crew and uh, yeah. Howard Nozer from New York, from mm-hmm. Europe, from Düsseldorf. They, I still remember that time traveling through Düsseldorf and the RAL pieces were standing next to the railway tracks mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. my base, first back from Holland, back home. So uh, then we went with Cess to paint on the tops of his uh, 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 the properties where he has a studio. So then we went yet yeah, to, to to Elizabeth to New Jersey. We painted with class there, and mm-hmm. he's made trucks. So later we went to Queens to paint with another guy. Uh, so you're you're traveling everywhere this time. And yeah, I mean it was really it was really nice. I mean experience. Me- New York was something that we had to do. So yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Like a mecca, and we mm-hmm. were like in, in we were like attracted to it. Yeah, like a of course. It is course. to night light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Street, so we just had to go there. Yeah. I, I didn't really feel that it's necessary to, to go paint the subway train, as mm-hmm. most people think it's ultimate challenge. Mm-hmm. I agree. I still love to see it. But on the other hand, I saw the meaning of it uh, back in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. when I mean, this train was used as a surface to uh, convey the message to, 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 uh, to travel your piece, to mm-hmm. painting, to, yeah. to show your painting from Brooklyn Everywhere. to Bronx yeah. and back, yeah. or, or from this, whichever line you picked, then it served the purpose. But mm-hmm. now, when it gets clean so fast, and you could end up in I don't know prison for that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm really, not really super keen in getting there. Did you ever think about moving out of Zagreb? Like uh, when you were younger, were you looking at other countries as like possible homes? Uh, I was considering the idea, uh, but uh, you know, every time I was traveling around the world, I just uh, always kept one eye open on every city uh, for the conditions of life, how it mm-hmm. is to live there. How are the conditions? I was always attracted by uh, the tropical surroundings. I was always really sucker for that. 
But then as soon as I started traveling to these exotic places, I also figured out, man, it's super fine on the pictures, but I, I couldn't spend here more than like a week or two. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really, I don't really like it at all. Yeah. So, and also, you know, I love Europe. I love many cities. I really love London. I love Amsterdam, Barcelona, Paris, Marseille, I don't know, Vienna. Uh, yeah, I love many cities. I love practically all the cities where I've been to. I don't know, Tokyo, New York, whatever. But it's like, uh, I really love coming home. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's like my, my most, I, I have love for my home. So I think I've been raised in, the, the, what we were missing as kids in mm -hmm. Zagreb, it's like relatively small cities, like under 1 million inhabitants, still the capital of Croatia, but it's like, we have good food, we have good water, still good air. Uh, good conditions and it's pretty safe so yeah. it's definitely safer I would say I, I would see less shit on the street in Zagreb mm -hmm. than Vienna or Munich which mm -hmm. are safe cities yeah, so not yeah. to mention London or you know Paris mm -hmm. or yeah, yeah. not to mention some others so not, not to go around beyond like the continents and see mm -hmm. the properties guided by electrical fence by private armies and whatever shit happens yeah. in the world yeah. so I'm not really I'm not scared. I mean, we've been around and we've been painting in, you know, as a graffiti writer, you really not always paint in museums and galleries. You go in really shysty, dodgy neighborhoods and you read really with kind of various people, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, as, I really love where I'm coming from and I really feel as older as got for years, I just became more and more uh, sure that I really that, that, that I really belong where I was born and where yeah. my legacy comes with where, where my mm -hmm. family comes from yeah when they left their bones so I think whatever happens we had our own problems we have a lot of our own shit of course yeah but uh, this is the place where I belong and where I where I have to uh, help improve the lives so yeah yeah maybe it's a hypocrite to say if I was living in I don't know Dhaka in Bangladesh or in mm -hmm. I don't know New Delhi in India or in the present day Damascus mm -hmm. maybe I wasn't I, I wouldn't think in that way maybe I would like to escape if mm -hmm. I was in Afghanistan now in Kandahar or in yeah, it all I don't know on whatever that. I would get the fuck out of there yeah. because I don't want the it's all depends the, the on the experiences that you have yeah, so yeah. I don't know if it happens in Croatia I'm not really sure what I was what what, what I would do I mean I, I know I mean more or less I'm, I'm I, I can't say I know but I'm trying to read as much as possible mm -hmm. about previous wars about history about uh, recent wars and I, I just I, I don't want to I, I can judge like some really bad uh, things that happen mm -hmm. but I don't really want to uh, uh, put too much politics in it and mm -hmm. be too loud with it about it I just want to think and process this in myself and yeah. also as older as I get I never really think there was a fair war mm -hmm. so the people in general, uh, in general, as as a species, mm -hmm. they are fucking invasive species and they are aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And it's all they didn't change like for tens of thousands of years <laughs> in their heads, in their souls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they course. can have like uh, we can have a microphone, a computer, mm -hmm. we can have a mobile phone, we can fly the plane. Yeah. But it's learning uh, how to how to play different elements, yeah. which have been constructed by the maybe minority minority, which was smart enough to construct it. Yeah. So we were like just like the chimpanzees, we learned how to use it. But yeah. it doesn't really mean that we spiritually evolved. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound like like some Hare Krishna, Mambo no, Jumbo no, no, you don't. fucker, but uh, I no, really think that we, we are not really spiritually ready 
we, we are spiritually like uh, like a tribe of uh, I don't know Eskimos or, or mm-hmm. I don't know Aboriginals maybe mm-hmm. nine thousand years ago and more beyond in the past. Yeah, I don't think they are different than ourselves. Yeah, whatever it's... we call hunter and get, we call hunters and gatherers today, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, they are same as 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 us in Zagreb, Vienna, yeah, yeah. New York, wherever else in the world. It's so nature. It's just it's the nature. Way it's we... nature. Yeah, you feel sure. what I feel. I don't yeah. know. You feel the same toward the girl, toward yeah. the tree, toward the dog, yeah. toward the threat, toward the. You feel the same know. when you're really hungry. You feel exactly. the same when you're if tired. If you're gonna be yeah. hungry, man, yeah. try. Trust me, you're gonna yeah. attack the neighbor. Yeah, 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 yeah so, of course. And the greed, endless greed, is something which is really, really nasty habit mm-hmm. in the yeah. human, in yeah, the human sure. kind. Yeah? So, from your opinion, what do you think is the is the most interesting war that you've read about, or the interesting war? Yeah. Like the most interesting, wow. like circumstances that created the war, or the way the war en- ended that's a, up. That's a really, that's a really uh, complicated question. Yeah, I mean, because because I, I think about uh, when I try to think about the different wars, you know, we have the ones that are mostly in, in recent history. Okay. You know? I mean, then it comes to mind. You know, uh-huh. you have the World War yeah. One, World War Two, and yeah. then the uh, uh, Korean War. Yeah. And of course, uh, Afghanistan and all yeah. the stuff, but but so many wars before yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for centuries. So anything that you've read about that you were just like, wow, this is like really interesting. Well, uh, I can tell about maybe more wars, but the thing is, wars, uh, so to say, also have always accelerated the humankind in technical way mm-hmm. uh, because of the armies always wanted to have the more efficient technique to kill the enemy, yeah, yeah. so to kill the other side. Uh, the manipulation of the uh, uh, rulers were always uh, our noble leader, our noble nation, they primitive motherfucker, they're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a bunch of idiots, a herd of orcs. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's always of kind of classification and yeah. bad, bad mounting the others. Mm-hmm. You know? And them. there is always yeah. like this agenda which is supported by the local intellectuals, artists. It's very shameful. I'm just currently reading a really nice book. It's called World of Yesterday by a Vienna guy, uh, Stefan Zweig. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very famous writer from beginning of the 20th century. And he, was, he hails from Vienna. So he was forced to run away for his life because of uh, Nazis. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now I'm at the point where he describes the reasons and the behavior of people uh, in the in the uh, um, start of uh, World War One, oh. so um, we are thinking about uh, yeah, the, this is the the World War One and World War Two were like the greatest atrocities that ever were committed in the human mm. nature, human society. It's not. It's like if you look back in the history, if you look at campaigns of Kublai Khan and Genghis Khan and mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. Khans and all the assholes, nasty assholes who were going all over the world. Man, you would like surprise yourselves. Like yeah, they were yeah. killing. They were like when when one of the one of those uh, guys were uh, invading uh, today's Baghdad. Mm-hmm. Like they they just gave them a threat: open mm-hmm. the door or else. They I think they didn't open the door. Even if they opened the door, New Delhi opened the door for some other guy. Yeah, they were like really savagely. They, they were like atrocities galore. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. They build the the, the, the the mountains out of the skulls of the enemies. So what they did inside, you can just imagine. Hmm. Uh, people also say that, uh, I don't know, invaders of Latin America and, and, and uh, North America or Africa, they committed atrocities, unfortunately. Hmm. Slavery that happened uh, when, when they were transporting the... the 
folks from yeah. Africa yeah, to yeah. Americas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more often to Latin America than to North America. It's just one example. It's, yeah. it's nothing really new in history. It yeah, happened yeah. before. It still happens today. Yeah, yeah. Not in this same way. Mm-hmm. But you go to prostitutes. You go yeah, here yeah. and there. You mm-hmm. go to narco cartels. You go, I don't know, to, to restaurants, to mm-hmm. the, I don't know, uh, touristic boats, to whatever, to the hotels. Man, mm-hmm. you would be surprised. You mm-hmm. would be surprised. It's present. It's out. It's big today. It's yeah. happening. Yeah, in yeah. a very literal way, you go ask the housemates, like in Saudi Arabia, Emirates, mm-hmm. wherever else in the world, it's all over. You ask the yeah high society how they play with their yeah. It's unbelievable, but it's shameful, and it's happening today. So yeah. unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, this example with yeah Amistad and stuff, it's something that comes out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's also not the the guy. Also, it's not the case that this was committed because of uh, racism. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was followed by racism because mm-hmm. they were primitives. Yeah, but it was uh, followed just by the greed, by the money. Like yeah. every war in the human history, mm-hmm. everything bad that ever happened, it's fucking greed. And yeah. the people who were uh, uh, behind it were some businessmen who are like today, like uh, CEOs. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah, they, they were sitting down in the committee. Okay, uh, you you. George, you have somewhere to invest? Yeah, please, yeah, we have this boat, blah, 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 blah transporting mm-hmm. the human labor here and mm-hmm. there, blah, blah, blah. Want to buy some... Okay, we pay money, and I go. I want to make this money triple when you mm-hmm. come back. And that's mm-hmm. how it went. Also, yeah. with, with getting uh, getting the uh, new world... Uh, mm-hmm. Established. Established, yeah. yeah. So they went there, they did what they did. Also, uh, on the other hand, what, what the, uh, what the uh, civilization from Latin America... And North America would have done to Europe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if, or Africa, if by any chance, or Aborigines in Australia, yeah. if by any chance they had the technology. Mm-hmm. So one logical explanation in geographical terms, what happened, like why they didn't develop so much in Americas, because of geographical uh, setting setup. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they were north south. Mm-hmm. So if you go north south, you have many climate zones. Yeah. So yeah. you have tropical, mid this and that. You have jungles, and you have the obstacles. Also, like uh, what is it called, Darian, or the, this uh, uh, edge of uh, when Paramanicana also starts of the mm-hmm. south of Panama and beginning of Colombia, you mm-hmm. cannot pass through these dense jungles. Mm-hmm. So the Aztec and Maya and the Incas couldn't really collaborate that well. Mm-hmm. Were they cruel? Fuck yes, of course <laughs> they were. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm really curious about that. I was also really sad when I when I uh, started reading as a kid about Pizarro. Mm-hmm. Uh, visiting Inks and uh, Cortes visiting uh, Aztecs and Colombo doing his atrocities all over the islands in Caribbean. Mm-hmm. This is the same behavior that any, like, I don't know, today the army would do this and that. Mm-hmm. The atrocities happened in the late four, 30 years ago in Croatia and all over the Balkans, of course. Yeah. They happened then because there were no, there was no Amnesty International, there were no cameras, mm-hmm. there was nobody witnessing. The witness were all killed and they were just doing whatever what was on their mind. So yeah. human, if you want to see the human nature now or mm-hmm. any time back in the past, in the history, you just let him in dark mm-hmm. do whatever he wants. Yeah. And then you will see his real self. Yeah, yeah. And then you will see what a beast he really is. Mm-hmm. Not all, but I would put a hand in the fire. It's huge, waste majority of people who are mm-hmm. like that. So the most interesting war. Uh, all wars are just fueled by power, by, by uh, willing for power mm-hmm. and by greed. And that's all. So my reaction to war is uh, I just want to run away from it. Because yeah. I don't think, I don't 
so far I haven't found sense in any war that happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in my own country and also in neighboring country, what is happening that. we had Second World War, for, for, for example, in Balkans. So before mm-hmm. that, you always have some uh, arguments between the nations living there. So we are like yeah, bunches of small nations, whatever. Yeah, Not significant, like, I don't know, Americans, like Germans, like French, like this and that. Yeah. Small tribes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they started developing. They came together, grounded. They protected themselves against the attack of the greatest world power at the moment, military power, Germans. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, what is it, 70 years ago, uh, after and more, what is it happening? So the, all the monuments, they've been uh, erected for celebrating the victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are putting explosives under them. They're destroying them. They're renaming the streets. Mm-hmm. Old heroes are not good anymore, so we are inventing new heroes. And mm-hmm. we are inventing, like, uh, they also, like, glorifying sometimes the, uh, the domestic collaborators of the Nazi uh, Axis forces that invaded Croatia. So, yeah. 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 Okay, this is just one example. Uh, if we go further, um, it's, it's, it's going to... Um, th- there are cycles mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. In, in the relations between uh, people, between the nations. Uh, when seeing these documentaries about old ancient Chinese uh, uh, civilization, Egyptian civilization, mm-hmm. Sumer, Ur, mm-hmm. uh, uh, even Aztecca and all those uh, uh, cultures in the, in the, in the Americas, Africa, there was always things like betrayal, like forgetting who you are, forgetting yeah. your people, uh, uh, mistreating each other, accusing each other. So all this just led me to a conduction that I had to the conclusion that I don't really want to participate mm-hmm. because you're just going to turn upside down and you're just going to be some sorry as motherfucker who lost life yeah. in the war for yeah. who for nobody for yeah. some fat guy who want more profit yeah 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 and i don't really care about that so no matter how cruel mm-hmm. man, could it sound you don't want to protect your own turf or what yeah. man i have one life mm-hmm. and it's it's like god given what we have on this planet our life are short and yeah, full yeah. of misery and it's complicated enough and it's like a lot mm-hmm. of stress a lot of pain anyways i think most people who actually go towards um i mean they're all like I'm proud of them for doing it, mm. but I think for for the most reasons are reasons because for living, like they mm. need money, they need to support a family, they need like they're not going to war because oh fuck, I really believe in this cause. There is a percentage of that, but I think the biggest percentage is like, how am I going to feed my kids? How am I like I can get money if I go to this war and yeah, learn? I this know stuff? in America, I mean, I'm, I'm, we've been seeing the movies. I mean, yeah, yeah. not not all the movies lie, and not all the movies are like Hollywood propaganda for American nation. I mean, it's, yeah. it just. It, a lot of movies tend to tell the real story. I mean, At least there's an underline of, of truth there. Of course, yeah, you can course, just you yeah. can just read it in uh, Sniper, in all the Vietnam movies, in, yeah, in yeah. I don't know Blood Diamond, in whatever else. I mean, mm-hmm. you can really sense. I mean, uh, the the uh, public is not really that stupid enough mm-hmm. that you can sell them like just John Wayne bullshit. Yeah. You, you can just tell them a real story and they will yeah. figure out what it is anyway. Yeah. So but when also, it comes to that or like yeah. or, or, or you know, know, supporting your family. There you know? are many poor guys who are going to war because it's their salary. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I, I'm, male kids, like little little boys, are always fascinated by guns. We were mm-hmm. always playing by of guns. Of course, we yeah, I remember playing, playing war, war, yeah. Because we are, it's our nature. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's also, I'm not really like a pacifist. I'm not really like Gandhi kind of yeah, type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do, I did train. Yeah. And I know... 
my way around. I'm not mm-hmm. really kind of uh, <laughs> going to sit in the corner and just being scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to do my shit. So I'm yeah. still, I'm not going to attack somebody like mm-hmm. just for, for nothing. For yeah, fun, yeah, Because I think it's, it's savage. It's, it's, it's really nasty. So mm-hmm. what I wasn't, what, what I will not say if somebody, I don't know, uh, cut me out in the traffic, if there is like, uh, I don't know, a guy who is weaker or me, a person that is weaker from me, I'm not going to yell at him mm-hmm. because I'm not also going to yell if there is like six foot tall, uh, hundred kilos muscle guy in front of me. I'm going yeah. to yell at him. So I'm not going to yell at the girl or at yeah. the, some weaker guy. So I'm not going to treat the same the, the same guy respect. who fights the streets yeah, yeah. as a director of the, I don't know, space uh, agency or <laughs> yeah. whatever. So I mean, yeah. it's being human means like being fair and being yeah. correct. So yeah, yeah. what you want to, what, what you don't want to be done to yourself, don't do it to others. Exactly. Don't do it to, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, treat the, the others. The basic, be, uh, yes. the basic decency, yeah. human decency. A lot of people really them. tend to forget that. Yeah, yeah of course. They go course. really hard on weaker yeah. examples yeah, yeah. and they don't, they go really ass licking for the, for the bigger boys. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. You see it, you yeah, see it all the time. Grace. You see it all the time. Mm. So let's get back into into your art a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we kind of went off topic a little bit, but it's not a yeah, big deal. Yeah. Um, but I just when when did you start to tra- tra- uh, transition from graffiti to to like doing characters and stuff, or were you always doing characters? I was always doing characters. Actually, I was doing characters before I started doing graffiti. So uh, okay, I, re- I I don't know. Character is something I used to sometimes explain it on on, on the lessons and. Uh, even if you do, if you take any object from the street or from the room, you just add two dots and a line, mm-hmm. whatever line. It can be clean, not clean, whatever. Uh, you get an emotion. You mm-hmm. get like a, like like a, a smile like, or, yeah. or you get the green, you get a sad face, mm-hmm. nasty mm-hmm. face, uh, I don't know, whatever face. It, you get an emotion. So mm-hmm. you get like reaction from... Just from seeing the, the, two, the eyes living. and the mouth and yeah. like the two Just dots in the line. Super simple, yeah. like yeah. everybody yeah. can do it. Yeah. And then this, this ability started to really ama- fascinate me. I was really, yeah, I, I really loved it and uh, became obsessed with it. And I started like, uh, yeah, intervening on, on, on things. And uh, actually first time when I really decided I want to dedicate myself a little bit more to the characters. Before that, I was using characters to decorate my pieces, yeah. to mm-hmm. just put them next. To illustrate it a little bit more, became more interesting maybe, and uh, and reaching the walls. Then I just at some point uh, came to idea that I wanna. I was always making little doodles, you know, my notebooks, mm-hmm. even on my books. I was painting on everything, and I just at some point collected them. I had an offer for an exhibition in the gallery in Zagreb, so I just decided to collect them all and uh, to put them on big format. So I mm-hmm. cut out like uh, I don't know, yeah, illustrations of like uh, moles, uh, beavers, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know, insects, whatever. Mm-hmm cats, dogs, and I just put them black and white on red surface. And mm-hmm. uh, I really love, I think I saw Futura use that combination, and I really also love like some visuals of Japan, and I love these simple forms and whatever. Mm-hmm. I really love to try this out. So I just collected all these doodles and put them out on uh, red surface and mm-hmm. put them in black and white. And I said, okay, black and white gives them the form, mm-hmm. red gives them, uh, it's a color of blood and life and emotion. It gives them heart. It gives them. It 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 breathes the life into them. So yeah. I just exhibited like 40, 40 pieces of those, and uh, it I call them beasts and bugs because mm-hmm. they were beasts and they were also bugs, like mm-hmm. different uh, 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 group. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I kind of started painting them also, not only using those drawings. Yeah. And uh, it started going on and on. And the next time I also brought those guys to New York, and then. This exhibition tended to be a little bit uh, success, like mm-hmm. like a first uh, 
be like bigger international thing. I mean, it was not super big, but still mm-hmm. for me, it was like a world. Yeah. Back then uh-huh. it was like, it became quite successful. And uh, then I started uh, playing with those characters mm-hmm. a little bit more and getting them in this direction, those direction. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's all about like just the work and development and yeah, just of course. playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, th- this was the start. And when did the when did the cats start to come in? Or were you also doing cats at that time? I first uh, I just uh, started doing more dogs at the point. There was like a festival going on in Zagreb annually, and I've been painting for them like for more than twenty years now. Uh, so they do always in June. They they do the cutout mm-hmm. of. Uh, endangered species or the species that are being mistreated by the humans in some point so uh, at some point I think we started with stray dogs uh, and with cows because they were being killed because of this cow disease back then and uh, with street cats and this and that so I was like more uh, we made cutouts out of the wood and we Mm -hmm. made them into installations which we installed in the main park in Zagreb Mm -hmm. near the central square how big were the cutouts? Uh, I would say like uh, maybe half a meter to meter tall mm-hmm. each of okay. them. So it's not Good too size. big. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like uh, maybe like a meter. Yeah. Or maybe some are even bigger. I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. But enough, big enough so t- you can really spot them out in the park. Yeah. yeah. Some, yeah, some, yeah. some people even I've been hearing stories about uh, some girls uh, taking them in a cabrio, stealing them in five a.m. <laughs> and uh, screaming about it. And yeah. you know, people taking pictures. It was really fun stories about yeah. those animals. And. Uh, so you picked a dog. On this I one. picked a dog first, and uh, I tried to at some point. I was always, I, I was uh, really, I loved other people's works, and uh, I just noticed that some people are also getting specialized in building characters as mm-hmm. their uh, 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 kind of brand. Yeah. So when I met Flying Fortress in 2005, I invited him like for a meeting of styles that I was. I was organizing medieval styles decoration leg in in Zagreb for years, and uh, along with my mate Stupnis. So uh, Fortes came and uh, he was down with his steady troopers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I met Chess of London Police in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. We painted the, the the International Tribunal wall in The Hague at that time. So I, I just figure out I really liked them two guys, and I we had like a really good combination. Became friends, and I really loved how they were doing it. So I really wanted to maybe push a little bit more with the character side. Mm-hmm. I was also, on the other hand, I was a little bit fed up with painting only letters, letters, letters all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I started pushing the characters and I, I focused somehow on the cat. I had a cat at the time mm-hmm. and uh, it inspired me with all, the, all its cheekiness and mm-hmm. behavior and you know how cats are. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you, on the one side, they are friends. On yeah. the other side, they really have their personality. <laughs> they don't give a shit about what you do or what you tell. They will do their own way yeah, anyways. Yeah, so yeah. you can like put yourself on the hands, but they won't listen. Yeah. So uh, I pick up a cat. I love the cat as a face. I love the spiky ears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, had, I felt there is a lot of potential in the cat face mm-hmm. and, and even the body, which are painted a little bit less. But yeah, I just uh, yeah started to repeat the cat character in, in, in many forms. And uh, yeah, it gave me, um, through the years, it became like some kind of a brand. So yeah. also, as, as I work as a designer all the time, parallelly to it, uh, I just picked up, I wanted to create a logotype for myself. So mm-hmm. I created this cat icon. Mm-hmm. And I did it in really in like very short time. And I was inspired with Japan. And uh, yeah, I mean... 
when the journalist in, in New York told me like just he asked me like what's your next step are you going to travel next mm -hmm. to just answer Japan I, I didn't really know but <laughs> I just said and yeah. the next year I was in Tokyo having an exhibition yeah. and I was really super inspired I, I wanted really to like embrace to, to get to suck in some energy from there like to I, I always like that minimalistic design mm -hmm. and all like the, the constructions mm -hmm. also when when landing there I really love the, 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 the landscape the nature also the combined with uh, traditional and new uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, culture yeah yeah and yeah there, there was like yeah a lot of layers yeah to explain but still I, I just get a lot of lot of uh, uh, inspiration from that side I mean mm -hmm. I really love uh, uh, some 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 sorts of like I I love Asian music, I love Asian food, mm. I love being in Asia, but I really prefer this like high civilization ends of Asia, like, I don't know, Korea or uh, Japan, probably mm -hmm. Taiwan is the same, but I haven't been there yet, but I really love it because it's like, you feel like you landed on another planet. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever, wherever you look, it's being like some turbo civilization for future. So it's, um. on the other hand, but you can still sense the touch that they're staying on the feet of the ground, mm -hmm. feet on the ground with like having, being in touch with this traditional culture. But mm -hmm. it's, yeah, for me, it's really, really like a kind of discovery, uh, yeah. so so to say. Yeah, I've I haven't been to Tokyo or Japan mm. or anywhere in, in Asia yet. I've mm. always wanted to go. Europe was like my first, my first jump. But every time I would come travel to Europe um, mm. from the US when I was living there, I always felt more creative and more inspired, yeah. you know, just visiting for two weeks. Yeah. And then I would take that back home and, and really create a mm. lot. And so when I moved, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Europe. This mm. is where, where the creativity... How, how long are you living now here in Vienna? Uh, seven years now. Seven years, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it feels, feels shorter for some, somehow. Yeah. It also feels longer. It's like this... It feels like I just left Texas not too long ago, but it also feels like I've been gone forever. It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. But it's also this kind of in-between um, home situation because, mm -hmm. like, I've been away from Texas so long that mm -hmm. it doesn't really feel one hundred percent like like I have my heart there, I have my yeah. family there, um, but it doesn't feel like home. Like when I go there, and when I come here, yeah, I feel home because I have I have my wife here, yeah, yeah, my yeah. dog, and I have some friends, and I I have my studio, but it doesn't. I, I didn't grow up here, so I don't I don't feel connected the way I do Completely, in Texas. Like 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like in limbo kind of. I try to have home in, in both places, but it's not yeah. for me. It's a little not so easy. I think yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so I could totally understand you like growing up in Zagreb, and then this is like your home, and like this mm. is the maybe previous you, generation if you home. When somewhere younger, maybe you would like get attached more in percentage. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but, but I was moving around so much when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah, my dad yeah. was in the army, so it was like mm -hmm. I knew every. Five to seven years, we have live in another state. Yeah, yeah. So well, where did you go around? Where, where um, I was living in Hawaii. Uh -huh. I was then I was in Louisiana. Okay. And then I was in Georgia, and then I ended up in Texas again. But I was born in Texas, so I was like kind of jumped all south. You know, all okay. when you mentioned Louisiana and army, uh, the thing first thing that pops up in my mind is Southern Comfort from Walter Hill, and I'm getting like goosebumps, like fuck. <laughs> 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 Just I hear this crazy music, crazy music from kids like yeah, no, <laughs> not a good place to go not to those folks. Place, no. <laughs> no, no, not okay. at all. No, I, Louisiana was there when I was when I was really young too. Oh, so. Yeah. I don't have a lot of memories, but I do have some memories, but they weren't like great memories. Was it like an experience that, 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 that helped you like build up your character and your like personality or inner strength, your like ability to cope with the outer world? 
you mean living in Louisiana or just moving around? No, no moving around. Like with yeah, the army, moving yeah. around, it, it helped me. You said with the army. My my dad was in the army. Ah, your dad. Okay. Yeah, okay, I okay, wasn't in the okay. army. Yeah, I was really young, so okay. I had to move. Wherever. Baby army. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was always on base because we had okay. to move to different uh, yeah, army yeah. bases, but it was in like different states mm-hmm. everywhere. So yeah. I never went to the army actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad didn't want me to go to the mm-hmm. army, and so he wasn't like a person who was like, "Do you have to do yeah. that?" You know. Yeah. Um, but my parents were also like just really uh, open to what I wanted to do. So they they saw I wanted to do art, mm-hmm. and they were really. You know, helping me go that direction, or not not helping me, but just yeah. encouraging me yeah. to do something. You know, do you know, something. In a way, I also feel like uh, that there, it's a luxury to be allowed as a kid to to to, to do what you want. Like, of if course. you want to do art. I mean, you know, I mean, what I, what I said earlier. I don't want to be a hypo- hypocrite towards like the people who have been uh, born and raised like uh, worse situation than mm-hmm. themselves. But I mean, imagine a kid in 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 Sana in Yemen. Mm-hmm. Wanting to do graffiti, yeah, of like course. what the fuck can he do there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, or, or being born like in uh, Kabul or you know mm-hmm. whatever in, in some 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 places like this. How who can he paint with? I mean, yeah, you need yeah. society. You need you need you need to socialize. You need to you other need, kids to learn from. You yeah. don't need only internet. So yeah, you yeah, need of course. Really, some support, emotional like material, whatever. And like they can, if your parents don't have enough to put the bread on your table monthly and to pay the yeah, bills like how can you do it? You can't. I mean, so this no, is—it's kind of like a little bit of a privilege. Of it's of, definitely a privilege, yeah. yeah. To, especially to 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 go the direction yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of a creative when you don't have yeah uh, family is going to be like supportive, or if you can't do it yeah. because you're you're poor and this is. And I don't really sense. know like what is the what is the, what could be the solution for that? Like uh, just like education and, and trying to uh, increase the quality of life. I mean, I, I've been we've been I'm. I don't know if I mentioned we are participating in Holbox project, mm-hmm. which coming from Amsterdam, which is run by a good friend Rinke Enkart. So both Ivo and me, a couple of other people, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, from this international artist cruise, and uh, we've been traveling like around to a little bit uh, less fortunate countries around the world and mm-hmm. working with creative kids. Our aim is to work with creative kids in these areas. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there are kids who really want to paint, but they don't really have like a good example, a good role model. Yeah, yeah. The surroundings, it's just not allowing them, it's just mm-hmm. not f- treating them fair. Mm-hmm. And it's really nasty. It's really hard to get outside of the limb and, and just, you know, get out to the world, to the scene and try to do something. Yeah, yeah. So you really course. have to uh, uh, try so much harder probably to get up to the to the top and, and, yeah. and try to do something for it's them. so depressing you know, internet about. from one side it's like connecting the world and it's connecting people of good intentions and you can that's, see what's possible the best that, yeah. thing of internet mm-hmm. and the worst aspect of internet is connecting the people of bad intentions yeah so yeah it's like very simple yeah of course there's always yeah. a do- two sides of the coin yeah. Yeah, and the, the world is like mercilessly like turning around the profit and profit and course, profit yeah. and what really bothers me is like a lot of kids all over the world, like neither if they come from poor countries or rich countries or middle countries, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they really um, they aim for quick fame, for quick success. They just yeah. want everything to happen overnight. They want to mm-hmm. golden thing, uh, golden teeth. They want mm-hmm. to like big mm-hmm. cars, expensive cars. They want yeah. like uh, plastic tits, uh, mm-hmm. yachts. Uh, I don't know, uh, coke in the nose, whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. they don't really feel that somebody's gonna suffer for that. Yeah, if yeah. you wanna have fun out in the club, if you are, I don't know, here in Vienna or in New York City or mm-hmm. wherever else in the world. I mean, if you wanna do that shit, 
Mm-hmm. You're gonna make some poor motherfucker suffer from the other side of the world, and it's not fair. It's not fair yeah. to square. So yeah. I was trying like to speak like really with many people. I really, yeah, some people name me like uh, Gandhi and uh, try yeah like a philosophizing mm-hmm. over this and uh, mm-hmm. talking shit. I don't know. I, I'm really. It's just I, I don't want to really see myself as some kind of prophet. I just see myself as like I, I tend to be like a normal person. Like yeah. you know, I don't want to really hurt people, and I don't want to support. If I see the shop. If the owner is not treating well somebody, yeah. I'm not going to leave a cent there. I don't yeah. want to go there. Of yeah. course, it happened so many times that I've probably been sitting in the bar owned by somebody who is not fair. Yeah. And like uh, getting, the I don't know, uh, something in the shop from somebody who is not fair. I mm-hmm. cannot know for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I can know and I can try to show the example. Mm-hmm. And I can try to do my best. And I can mm-hmm. tell and I can maybe try to, to, to learn, to teach, to support in some way. Yeah. I'll always intend to try the way to support somebody who is mm. uh, being treated badly because it's it's also like a, I don't know how to like, like an energy if I'm going to react yeah, bad yeah. at somebody that's going to react bad at somebody else so he's yeah. going to raise the kids yeah yeah you exactly know, being seeing the kids all over the world I mean it's mm. so also one reason why I don't have kids because mm. I'm super uh, uh, sensitive super emotional for them mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to see them suffer. I yeah. really don't want them to suffer because they don't deserve to suffer. Yeah, they were not. They are. Not, they did not ask to be brought to exactly. this yeah, yeah. fucking unfair world. Mm-hmm. They were just being brought here because their father was an idiot or the mother was a whatever. Yeah, and they weren't really real, and they didn't really know they're gonna. They they don't gonna cope with this. What mm-hmm. is happening? The surrounding. They're not, not gonna create the good conditions for the kids yeah. to live, and that's a shame. Where do you think this comes from? This feeling that you. Um like how you act when you see uh, a shop that they're not treating these people correctly. You don't want to leave money there. Like, so you're not, you're not wanting to participate in, in, or to give any profit to them. Where does this uh, come for you? Like, where does this, um, um, I'm forgetting a word that you would call it, but this uh, empathy that you have, empathy. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. Because I, it, it's, it's very simple, I guess. It's, I don't want to treat the others. Like I wouldn't try to be treated myself. Mm-hmm. So it's very simple. But is this I something mean, you learned from your, from your parents or is it something that you learned from? Uh, uh, probably, but also I don't, you know, uh, in kindergarten you have different kids. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you know, it's, You've been taught at home, probably, and school. And if you had any normal teacher in your life, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you've been taught to protect the weaker, yeah. to you support would, them, you, and, and what's to, fair and what's to not fight fair. The, to fight the aggressive ones, to like to try to annul them, to try to uh, uh, get them out. So mm-hmm. when I don't know when training like martial arts, it's like always we had good trainers who said like there is no you never attack people, so mm-hmm. you just. You use it for protection only. You don't yeah. attack people in the street. Because yeah, yeah. there is always, almost always, 99% times there is a way to speak your way out. Yeah. To, word it, to, to sort it out verbally. Mm-hmm. And that's what people tend to forget. I mean, when it's too much uh, alcohol, substance, whatever, mm-hmm. then they start being really cocky and yeah, yeah, uh, willing to fight. But then you forget. I mean, if you train, if you see human's body, then you really learn how soft we all are. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you really... Mm-hmm. A skin or whatever muscles you have, whatever big you are, you are yeah. fucking soft, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. just everything goes through like for cheese. Yeah, so yeah. You don't really, you know, you don't really tease your fate. You mm-hmm. don't really go there because life is really short. Mm-hmm. I, everybody's seen shit. Not only me, not only you. I mean, I've been in like car accident and this and that. I know how quickly this can end. Yeah, so yeah. So you better don't joke with that. So yeah. you just be. Yeah. 
humble. You'll be like uh, cool to other people. You yeah. always try to walk your way out and always try to 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 teach a lesson in a normal human way. You mm-hmm. try to behave normally. So mm-hmm. also, I know that my money that I'm gonna leave somewhere, it's not gonna make a revolution. It's not gonna make somebody rich or somebody poor if I don't leave it mm-hmm. leave it out there. But I really try to attempt to avoid the 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 institutions that I think are owned by people who earn money in yeah. a fair way. I don't yeah. want to leave the money. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm, I'm interested in drugs. But yeah. I will try maybe when I'm going to be a pensioner mm-hmm. in rent, rent mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I'm going to be old, like, yeah. I don't know, Every 70, time, 80 yeah. years old. Maybe I'm going to try it then because I'm going to be curious. My life is going to be at the end and I'm going to say, I don't give a damn. Yeah, so yeah. I can try it now. So I yeah. can experiment. But now, I don't really want to spend my money. I mean, uh, on, on supporting the industry, which is gonna kill somebody's kid, yeah. which is gonna shamelessly promote the product in front of the, I mm-hmm. don't know, schools or whatever, mm-hmm. just to hook up another victim on that. Because yeah. if you ever saw, if, if you ever seen a victim of drugs, mm-hmm. and we know some people who died of it, I mean, I'm not really, I, I, I would be crazy idiot and yeah. egoistic to think about like some of my temporary pr- pleasure, mm-hmm. which is maybe not a pleasure, but just a crazy experience. Yeah, yeah. I can go create like a euphoric experience for myself anyways. I can mm-hmm. do it on natural ways. So it's, yeah. it's, it's not really, I'm euphoric nonstop if I do something that I like, if mm-hmm. I spend mm-hmm. time with people that I love, having interesting conversation, I'm really happy about it. So my life is fulfilled and I really love it. So I don't really need to this chemical supports. Yeah. I've been seeing like uh, there is a neighborhood in Bogota. There is like people who are on crack, and there's mm-hmm. like mothers yeah. and fathers on crack. Kids are on crack. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking reality. It's happening. It's there. It's not some 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 little village in I don't know mm-hmm. somewhere. It would be sad in that. This is like multi multi million city. So mm-hmm. th- this is serious. I mean, you have crack in Europe. I, I wasn't yeah. really aware of that. Not far, not not long ago. Yeah. But people told me, yeah, yeah, like around, like here and there, you have people who are on crack. I saw mm-hmm. it, like in some German cities. I mean, it's highly developed countries. Yeah, yeah. With, like technology, rich, developed, whatever. Yeah. Like uh, really, a lot of people are really working fair and square. Mm-hmm. And then you have this kind of problem in 21st yeah. century. Yeah, you have it like, here. Explain Vienna me too. how is this happening? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. What's wrong? I don't know. What, what what the fuck is going on with these people? I mean, you know, I, I can understand that there is some poor guys. Some people have been explaining to me it's about the emotion. They don't really, they're not really hooked up on the product. Mm-hmm. They're hooked up on the bad emotion. They feel unloved, yeah, and yeah. unbelonging to no one. And, yeah. and they want to like, they, they know what they're doing to themselves. Yeah. I really doubt that they don't know what's heroin or I don't know whatever. Yeah, else yeah, yeah. It's going to make to your it's body, meth. to your brain and to your life. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, eventually. But I'm still... I'm, I'm petrified that it's, it's, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It, it's still repeating. There is no institution. If you ask me, I would legalize everything. Yeah. But I would just say, okay, if you want to really cope with this, I, I heard Portugal has some really good system because mm-hmm. I remember Portugal when I was first time there, it was really nasty. It looked like favelas in Brazil, but now mm-hmm. it looks much better. So yeah. I, I think they solved the problem mm-hmm. by legalizing, by educating, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. doing this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they did really great job in prevention, as far as I know. I'm not yeah. really expert on the side. Yeah. I can just, whatever I say, whatever they discuss, I didn't study history, I yeah. didn't study politics, yeah, I didn't yeah. study geography. I'm just reading because I'm curious, I love to know about mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. I'm speaking with people and yeah. I like to get information from the terrain. Yeah. My only intention, by I, I'm not, I'm artist, 
but that's my love, that's my hobby. But yeah. besides that, by walking, mm-hmm. I have extra time, so I really want to speak with people, and I want to really learn what can I do, not mm-hmm. to be just mm-hmm. stupid artist diva mm-hmm. and do my stuff and just make myself fun. Yeah. Just what can you do to help yeah. and how can you discuss and how can you maybe teach some people some new skills and also get the new knowledge for mm-hmm. yourself and be aware a little bit more because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just our earthly problems. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you get, I was trying to get like the wider perspective for everything I'm trying to see. Yeah. And, and, and uh, if you move, if, if you zoom out a little bit more, we are a little tiny marble which yeah. is floating in endless space yeah. literally Ooh, endless yeah. space like who cares yeah who you know, cares what, what our life in, what our life means on this is. planet yeah, exactly. absolutely nothing like yeah, yeah. a droplet of water exactly. like a mosquito like a bacteria yeah. like an elephant yeah yeah Nobody and this really is cares. this is this kind of thought is um, when shit gets really fucked up and yeah. shit and you know you're going through some really fucked up argument with yeah. somebody it's really for me it really is what brings everything back to perspective it's like I you know what Tomorrow I could fucking die. So right now this doesn't is not so Tomorrow significant. Tomorrow we can be hit by a huge asteroid. Who knows? We yeah. just disappear in nothing, no time. Yeah. 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 So it's it's always a way for me to to kind yeah. of get myself back into yeah. perspective and and to uh, to realize how how short it is. Like, History teaches us like about like if you want to read and get knowledge then about the catastrophes that happened, like mm-hmm. the volcano eruptions that, mm-hmm. that made like years of dark yeah, yeah. surrounding the planet, like yeah. not, not one year, but you know, years. And it can be happen, it can happen by nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not by our pollutions, which are stupid, mm-hmm. uh, endlessly stupid yeah, yeah. shit from our own yeah. side. And then from cosmos, like, I mean, mm-hmm. if we get struck, we can get, yeah, yeah, of course. Disappear in like a, in a, in a single second. A second. So I mean, in that having mm-hmm. knowing that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, how can I be happy in a big car with like a lot of money on a super yacht? And, yeah, you know, I could be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on the yacht. <laughs> it's parked here on the Donau Canal. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm, you I'm, if this was it, like if you knew that. Mm. Um, there's an asteroid coming. Is there something that you want to do before before that asteroid hits? Try drugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do all the drugs. No, 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 no. no I'm kidding. I'm not, not really. I mean, uh, it's it's not gonna mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna know. It's it, you, you're just gonna disappear. You are. Yeah, of course. You know, of course. we are just we are having blink of an eye that we are allowed to be present on this planet. So yeah, we yeah. have to be really happy that we have conditions of living as we have now. Exactly. It can change tomorrow. It by can war, change by politics, everything. By pollution, by ecology, whatever. Yeah. But she I think everyone should be kind of aware of this by now, especially with Corona. Be, we should to be realize. humble and thankful, and we should be really thinking, using our brains really, really good to try to make things better. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not happening and not really positive. That's, again, one other reason for not having children on my yeah. own. It's yeah. like... Because uh, the world is shit. I absolutely don't believe in the future of this world. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry to say. I always told, I, I was told that... Uh, Really, I would be nobody would be happier happier than myself mm-hmm. if I was wrong. So yeah. I, I would really like to look like a stupid donkey saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said that, but unfortunately, by anything I read and learned and and saw yeah. and communicated, yeah, I'm very positive about uh, very bad outcomes. So still doesn't mean I'm gonna just sit and cry and like uh, dig in my nose. So yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do my best so to help so other enjoy what you kids. can. Yes, but that's sure. great that you do that. That's really amazing that you... I mean, I can do miracles. I'm not Superman, but yeah, I can <laughs> I can speak a little and uh, talk a little, paint a little. 
shake hands a little <laughs> and uh, yeah I think uh, there is so much potential on this planet yeah uh, if people forgot uh, I'm not the first person who told that of course I mean many many people are smarter and, and, and more educated than myself but uh, there is uh, so many people uh, came with the idea that people should just come together and mm -hmm. like use you, you know good this and I, I'm skilled in something else yeah yeah I don't know Harry Dick and Thomas skilled in something different mm -hmm. so everybody should really uh, focus on, on its own specialty and like try to look a little bit from the wider angle the yeah. whole aspects and come together and just use it as a uh, to come into some kind of synergy and mm -hmm. uh, by that kind of if we just put our ego aside and and uh, if you be like a little bit more modest if you need a little bit less you don't really need so much of course to survive. you don't yeah. need two beds to sleep on them you don't need three cars you don't to need drive. four billion dollars yeah four billion dollars you really don't need them huh? yeah it's really yeah. hard to imagine how it even looks and what actually you can buy on this yeah, yeah. but the people as they get uh, this stimuli it gets on and on. It's probably also kind of addiction, not a chemical thing, mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. chemical in their brain. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, people, as uh, richer they get, the more and more they ask for, they, they it's, they're yeah, not yeah. satisfied anymore with, uh, I don't know, uh, beer. They mm -hmm. want, I don't know, vodka. If yeah. not with this, then we want with that. And of then course, we want of course. From here and so on and so forth. So yeah. it's really. It's really kind of a psych psychiatric uh, issue with people's brains yeah, and yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I really try to understand that, but... Uh, I don't know. Who knows how it's going to be? I mean, we've already had so much time to, to realize how we can make the future. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody pretty much understands what uh, the future should look like yeah. in, a, in a fair world. Yeah. But when you have so many people that are not playing by the rules or not really, who are not thinking of the future, they're thinking yeah. about themselves right now, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. in power, and, and you know, the, their future is just handing it down to their son mm. or daughter, mm. and just keeping that going. One wise guy never from, change. sorry, huh? One wise guy from uh, Bosnia, a writer, a uh, book writer, not a uh, graffiti writer, of course, said uh, one thing in his book that uh, there are three great addictions of humankind. Mm -hmm. uh, so... One is alcoholism, second is uh, gambling, mm -hmm. and the third one is power. Mm -hmm. And for two, first two, there is cure for the power. Addiction is no cure. Yeah. So yeah. that's I think it's really mm, true. So you you can see uh, how people change with power. There are mm -hmm. rare people mm -hmm. who can really stay stay uh, normal after gaining. Uh, yeah, money, Too like much a large one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. So. so what do you got coming up next? Um, what's your your uh, short-term plans and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after Lemon Jam, uh, we are coming back to Zagreb to repack our stuff, so conduct some meetings, uh, go to uh, festivals in Mostar, Opusen, Vodnjan in Croatia, then coming back to Zagreb and then going to Sisak to finish that huge sports hall newly constructed that I uh, started last week. Mm -hmm. So last week I just got uh, down from the lift yesterday. <laughs> I'm <feeling> really <laughs> sick about it. But I'm, I'm, yeah, we, we just, I just finished like half of the 
jobs so far. Yeah. So yeah. How can how can, I, can I ask you how do you feel about doing like uh, huge murals? Would you rather do smaller murals or do you love doing both? Or yeah, when organizers approach me with the with the with the ideas of creating a big mural on my own, I I usually say thank you. <laughs> so I say there is uh, enough of uh, younger guys and girls who are really hungry for that kind of fame. Mm-hmm. I'm not really super interested in that anymore. I really mm-hmm. prefer small human sized wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I could work on that. Uh, but uh, now, since uh, Reefing Festival in Sisak, which is run by a couple of uh, my nice friends there, curators uh, who run the gallery also there. Uh, so I, my last wall I did for them for the first festival was destroyed by the earthquake there last year, and uh, they wanted the new one. So it's actually first case of Reefing Festivals that we are painting the newly constructed, newly uh, erected building. Mm-hmm. And so I accepted it. So it was kind of a challenge. I'm really not good with heights. I don't really like climbing up high. I had mm-hmm. a really, uh, I think the worst problem I had with the height was in here in uh, Vienna. When I, uh, one year for Leving Festival, we had to paint the nine floors building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So smacking me like climb into this uh, lift and I didn't really feel well. It's like more than 30 meters high. Wow. And uh, mm-hmm. we finished it actually, but uh, oof. It was quite an quite a quite an experience. Yeah, I I never want to repeat this again. Yeah, wow. For sure. Yeah, but this one is like a little bit like half that size, half mm-hmm. that height. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm fine. I just need like uh, two five minutes to 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 like, calibrate yourself, to calibrate yeah. myself, yeah, to yeah. get up, and then I just forget where I am. I just keep running it like on the playground, like in a yeah yeah like a game merry go round like yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's cool, and uh, yeah, it's. You were saying something earlier about the about doing commission walls and mm-hmm. how like yeah, there's people who do the realistic stuff and but people will come to you and ask you to do different styles that are not your style. Um, not really, yeah, not, not really. I mean, I mean not anymore. But before, when you first started, before yeah, yeah of course, of yeah. course. When you are when you are a kid, when you really are not uh, super convinced in what you are doing, then yeah, the clients can uh, shake your mm-hmm. attitude and then can make you do something else so now if they ask me to do something different it's uh, it happens rarely mm-hmm. but either I hire somebody else mm-hmm. or if I think if I think I can do it uh, if it's gonna be like uh, how to say challenging uh, yeah. in a creative way yeah, I will yeah. do it but uh, usually I'm not gonna sign it yeah so yeah I don't really like it so I, mean, oh, I get you yeah. it's, it's a money thing mm-hmm. of course it's uh, we all gotta eat mm-hmm. we all yeah. gotta pay our bills mm-hmm. So I really want to be professional towards people, but still uh, there is there is some things that I don't want to do. So I don't want yeah. to go into politics. I don't want to promote the army. I don't mm. want to do, I don't know, uh, bad products for your health and stuff like this. I'm, yeah. I'm not really happy with that. So it's something that, that comes from, I don't know, morals probably. And mm-hmm. uh, this also what, what, I, what I repeat, it's often it's, uh, I think if your money, if, if your motivation mm-hmm. comes from the money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from the financial success, uh, then you're doing something wrong, I would say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't have, not, not to be taken wrongly, yeah. I don't have nothing against money. I love to earn money, fair and square, mm-hmm. and I love the benefits of it, but the money is not the stimuli that uh, brings me to graffiti. Yeah. So I really love to paint, I love to do creative work, mm-hmm. and what I did in the past 30 years is... Uh, it's all also described in my book from Zagreb with Love that I, I really want to uh, celebrate these uh, interactions between mm-hmm. various people because 
because of graffiti, I'm thankful for the for the for this that we inherited from New York and from the other cities because yeah. also all these European cities were before us. So I'm really happy for these older generations and thankful for them that uh, they left us such a beautiful toy in our hands to keep on mm -hmm. playing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it still goes on and on and it's still developing, it's still yeah. interesting yeah. And, and, and really evolving evolving constantly still gaining momentum mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't see it like in, in, in future when it's gonna happen but it's really really stimulating and nice and uh, I'm really super happy for it that it happened so yeah I don't know it's, it's a new career to, that you can it's go hard to, to evaluate like how many it's hard to say the number how many people uh, uh, are managing to live successfully mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you yeah. can tell yeah you can yeah. tell that yeah, you can tell yeah, mm -hmm. quite some back in the 90s you couldn't even compare there was probably lumit and nobody else but then yeah. developing 2000 there were more mm -hmm. 2010s more mm -hmm. and 2020s it's once it started to spread yeah, yeah, spread. yeah. I mean there were like logical steps like it started in like western countries then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you had like milestones and and then Next decade, next decade, next decade. Now it's fifth decade, and it's yeah, it's really, really, really interesting where it's going to lead us to. I mean, it's a little bit the the the, the market is a little bit uh, how to say it? oversaturated. Oversaturated, yeah, it's a proper word, but uh, I'm I'm not really. <clears throat> there are um, never mind. There, there are also like some some some. Clients and organizers, I think, who are putting it in a little bit unhealthy direction. Oh yeah, I mean, so, you see it in, in a lot of the festivals and stuff. That, yeah, you know. being like merciless. I heard some nasty stories from some locations, so mm -hmm. we know among each other which one not to recommend, not to go there, not to paint there. So yeah, uh, yeah. As I said, I don't want like biggest building in the world. I don't care about this. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want mm -hmm. to do human-sized murals. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm happy, where I'm feeling natural, and that's cool. With some ex 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 uh, exclusions, exclusions, or, uh, not exclusions, uh, exceptions. Sorry. Exceptions, <laughs> yeah, exceptions. Uh, like this in Sisak, but yeah, usually, yeah, I love to yeah, do what makes me happy. So natural, no forcing. I mean, at some point in life, when you travel, when you wanted to travel, when you did what you had to do, when you just uh, uh, proved yourself to yourself and you're feeling in peace with yourself, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think and you can not really slow down, yeah. but then you can pick what you want and what you don't want. And yeah. that was my intention, to get freedom mm -hmm. within this whole wide world, to be happy when I want to stay at home and work on a computer, yeah. I'll do this. When I want to go out and paint, mm -hmm. I'll just take a time and like whatever time in life, in month, in week, Mm -hmm. Just sit on a plane, go somewhere, sit in a car, go somewhere, or like whole summer, paint this and paint that. So yeah. I think this is a, a real privilege, like I said before. Yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. for sure. And I think, uh, and you're doing it very well, I have to say. I really I really enjoy your characters. I enjoy your um, your compositions, the colors that you use, like, and uh, I think your style also, uh, it's, uh, it's very unique. I, th I haven't seen it um, from other artists so much. And so when I see your work, it's... it's uh, 100% uh, Luna piece, like it's really for me, yeah, to, I can I, recognize it. Style, I think, is evolving with the author. So it's it's kind of, when we were kids, we were like really, um, not to say, uh, we, we had like uh, scared, but we had uh, uh, many respect, much respect to this originators of mm -hmm, styles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was like studying the alphabet for long years and yeah. trying to do it this way and that way. And it really, uh, it's all just baby steps till you get something, till you get the moment when you feel free. 
yeah, and then yeah. you don't care about mm-hmm. anybody, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it's uh, I really tried like when we were starting to paint, we didn't have much paint, so our pieces were small, more or less. So I could do like a piece of half a meter, mm-hmm. not, not mm-hmm. exaggerating, with sure. no problem. Yeah, but it's it's like a micro piece. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I was really. Uh, I couldn't really, I couldn't really, when I saw Sparwar, the mm-hmm. German brand first, mm-hmm. I took it in like in Munich, I tried to do a piece, I had big problems, like pulling the straight line for longer than half a meter, yeah, yeah, with yeah. that I had a problem, but with these shitty cans, I could do whatever you want, so mm-hmm. uh, that really gave me, uh, how to say, it, it leaves a mark, and then you uh, you try to use what you have, mm-hmm. and you are develop, you, you are really, uh, how to say, uh, the, uh, dependent mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on what you learned in the childhood. For example, when I'm picking the colors today, I don't really have, I don't really, a lot of writers go after color charts mm-hmm. and they use complementary colors. They really calculate what they're going to yeah. do, yeah. how they're going to attract visually. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. I think it's, uh, it, it's like hunting the fish with the dynamite. It's mm-hmm. shit. So... Uh, uh, okay, if you want to do it, go for it. But it's yeah. not sports. It's like hunting girls on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really like yeah, killing with a harpoon. But the uh, thing is, uh, if you want to, uh, I, I want to combine the colors like they come like to my soul and just put this and put that. Usually, sometimes I put like a lot of scrap cans, mm-hmm. and just just waste them on the wall, just do whatever. Yeah. And just make something out of them, and it's a yeah. challenge for me. It's mm-hmm. also play. Mm-hmm. It's a game, mm-hmm. and it stimulates my brain to work. Yeah. And it, it yeah. forces me to do something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, uh, some abstract forms I do. They're actually not completely abstract forms. They are mm-hmm. graffiti forms. So I do asterisk. I do uh, arrows. I do uh, question marks, I do mm-hmm, exclamation mm-hmm. marks, I do letters, I do this and that. They're all like a little bit hidden, a little bit exposed. Mixed color, this can be outline, this can be filling, this could be fog. Yeah. What, what I really like to keep on almost a lot of my pieces, I want to keep two things. It's One is straight line, mm-hmm. second is fog. So mm-hmm. it's like two characteristics of spray cans, mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. and media. Yeah. And yeah. that gives a soul of graffiti, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And then calculating with colors, it just goes against my nature. So I use what I have. Mm-hmm. And um, how to say, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, happy with it. So yeah, it's it it needs a certain time that you just achieve it in your mind, and mm-hmm. then you feel free to do it. Yeah, and there is also like one little moment that I that I repeat sometimes. It's uh, when I go pick up colors. For example, rarely I go to graffiti shops, but sometimes I go I pick up colors. Uh, I usually go either with like classical like short shot combination like uh, tones of blue mm-hmm. versus tone of yellow to red mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. orange and uh, either that with of course white highlights or I go with the colors that uh, we didn't have as kids mm-hmm. like pink like turquoise mm-hmm. uh, like apricot like I don't know uh, pigeon blue or so- something magenta I don't yeah, know yeah. Some, some stuff that we didn't have as kids yeah. because when we had those brands uh, uh even in, in in end of Yugoslavia, beginning of Croatia, we had like I don't know, yellow, blue, red, green, some shitty brown, yeah. black, <laughs> white, and perhaps silver. That's yeah. it. Like yeah, end yeah. of story. <laughs> and we did. I, I'm, I'm, I became like I remember that I was like uh, whenever I had a chance to order some other color than that, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, super happy. <laughs> like, this, this looks so cool. Yeah, and yeah. This looks so different from what you have at home. And yeah. you know, you're seeing like the, the these pieces in magazines back then. 
and then you really love them and you mm -hmm. don't have these colors and yeah. you would like to have this color yeah. and then it's still you know like you didn't have i don't know white bread when you were mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you didn't have i don't know pineapple or you didn't have like i don't know banana when you were a kid or yeah, yeah. this type of chocolate mm -hmm. some fine mm -hmm. chocolate and then you try to like just uh, get it yeah when, yeah when you when you grow up you try to get it every time you have a chance mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. like now it's it's funny when you are painting every day yeah you yeah. Can use whatever in the world you want <laughs> But it's still somehow under your skin and you still kind of love it, you know? It's kind yeah, of yeah. like secret love from the childhood. <laughs> yeah, from yeah. These days of naivety and anticipation yeah. of future to come. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I still have my, I obviously still have a connection to my childhood. I feel you. It's funny, when I moved, I used to have a, a pretty mm. big toy collection when I was living in Texas. When I moved, I sold it all because it was basically... Uh, I saw it as junk all of a sudden. Like when when you have to move to a different location and live your life in another area, mm -hmm. you can't take all this shit with you. So um, I just saw it as junk and I left it. And I I wasn't gonna. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I was gonna start collecting again. And then uh -huh. I guess you just get comfortable after a while. And then mm -hmm. you you know your past. You just miss that feeling from being a kid. Yeah. You know, it's also a lot of inspiration for me to see all this stuff from from my artwork. I, at least that's what I tell myself. It's inspiration, <laughs> and I surround myself. You no, know, it's it. also like yeah. I just uh, noticed this eighties flavor as soon as I entered here. But uh, there is also like a logical explanation that I to do for myself because I figure out, of course, that uh, I was. Uh, I I started somehow at. I don't know what was it like the the, the high school or the faculty mm -hmm. where I figure out like I just got some uh, cassette with uh, 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 some hits from the eighties and I just figure out man I love this shit again mm -hmm. so yes yeah. I used to listen to it as a kid mm -hmm. but then I just switched to hip hop at the end of primary school and I was really like devoted for it where we were watching UMT raps and like really collecting all all, all, all types of uh, uh, rap stuff, even mm -hmm. gangster rap, East Coast rap, uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. international rap from all over, whatever we can lay our paws to, but on. But uh, then I just figure out, I really love 80s, I would like to go a little bit back there. And I started collecting 80s, mm -hmm. like a mania. Mm -hmm. And so far I like have a lot of, lot of uh, 80s music. Yeah. Uh, and uh, since I like, I figure out like uh, why is that law for 80s music and 80s movement and visuals and, and, and even films mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. were like kind of childish, naive, even a little bit stupid. Yeah, yeah. But still I love them. I feel I, I fall for it. And uh, I figure out it's probably deep within. It's nostalgia. Your, your, it's it's nostalgic, nostalgia. yeah. And you mm -hmm. feel you felt safe as a kid. Yeah, of course. You felt like under being under a bell you're and protected. A, yeah, you're in a different mindset. Yes. Also, and you didn't have all these responsibilities. It's also this sweet anticipation time and you didn't know what love was feeling like to like a girl, like what travel means like, what world means like, what, what whatever. It's You, you just... Uh, saw these stars and uh, through musical magazines. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I saw the magazine Bravo now, when I see it, I see like, you know, it's a, it's a simple piece of shit. It's mm -hmm, like really mm -hmm. trash of texts, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. trash of photos, like whatever. But for us, it was like a Bible, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like really super cool. I really, yeah. I, I was trying to get like to, to, to purchase like these old issues to get it for myself because I was cutting them out, mm -hmm, putting mm -hmm. the names and, and all these uh, posters on the floor, the, on the walls, walls and whatever. Yeah, yeah. but... Uh, you know, uh, unbelievable, and but subliminally, just 
brings you. It's mm-hmm. like sucks mm-hmm. you in, in in this yeah, yeah. 80s and, and you feel good again. You feel I think like it also child. comes a little bit with uh, with like this middle age yeah. time, you know. Middle like, age crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's so much of a crisis, but I think it's like you... It, it, your your childhood seems so far away now, yeah. and like, but you don't seem so old. So yeah, well, I feel old, right? Yeah. Come on, I don't. <laughs> no, I think it. I I mean, I I don't. I still. I mean, I'm still buying toys on the internet and shit. Like I, mm. I can't. I don't feel like a, a proper adult really yet. You watch SNL as a night life. I grew up with Saturday Night Live. Yeah, uh, this was I remember watching it as a kid with my uncles in their room while they're while they're smoking joints and I'm just like watching <laughs> fucking you know, these incredible unbelievable generations of comedians and Dude, like, it's amazing. Yeah, I they yeah. were it was uh, now even now when I sit down to watch mm. a uh, Saturday Night Live um broadcast, it's mm. like it it takes me back. It's like this production that they yeah, make. It's, yeah. it's from the beginning to the end. And of course, they're not all great. They're not all perfect, mm. you know, but I think uh, the, the past ones, like growing up in the 90s, mm. this was so influential in my, in my yeah. humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and I love sketch comedy shows, like, yeah. uh, like really good, well-made ones, you know. Yeah. Um, there was these guys from Canada. They made this show called uh, Kids in the Hall. And this okay. was also in the 90s, mm. um, really just off-the-wall kind mm. of sketch comedy shows. Mm. Yeah, and MTV had a bunch of that That also. Um, yeah. Remember Wonder Chosen? What was it? Wonder Chosen? No, I don't know this one. It was like mid-2000s. It's unbelievable. It's, it's like, I couldn't really believe how this is permitted to go on air. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Live. Uh, it's... <laughs> Uh, it's uh, drawn like comics, uh, uh, cartoon slash directed. It's man, huh. unbelievable! Like really killing everything, like politically incorrect on all levels. Uh, okay, I, I really cannot. It, it was MTV two. Oh, okay, not MTV, but uh, I don't know. Like kids talking shit, playing with like I don't know uh, veterans with kids dying with drugs with this and the unbelievable. But. I it's don't really it's, it's funny but yeah. it's really kind of wow <laughs> like, yeah like what they could get away with yeah yeah, yeah 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 playing fucking with like race with religion with everybody with everything absolutely everything with yeah. like absolutely no boundaries like no breaks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it had like really good moments but it's good when it's not made for the for the Specific purpose to just shock. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Just, just fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If intelligent people, if you let them to play, yeah, yeah, if yeah. they're cool, if they're capable, that it's spontaneous interactions get really to me. Really so interesting. I, yeah, I the, the <laughs> interesting results. Yeah, so cool, man, Luna. It was really, it was a pleasure to have you on. Likewise, man. I'm really looking forward to paying tomorrow. I'm really excited. Looking forward as well. I don't know what the hell is gonna happen. What the hell's going to happen? I, I mean, I hope not uh, <laughs> raining cats and dogs. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to rain. I think the, yeah. the weather's going to be perfect. I think last time, if I'm not mistaken, like a couple of years ago, yeah, before COVID. Yeah. Last yeah. time we were here, I think, what was 2009? 19. 19, yeah. yeah. 19, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it was raining back then. Oh. I remember it was fun times, but yeah, rainy times. I think tomorrow's going to be like today, just like, like perfect today, okay, perfect okay, weather, perfect, nice and yeah, sunny, yeah. yeah. We, might, we might tomorrow. get the wind coming from underneath yeah, the bridge a little bit. but long hook summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be nice. But I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, I, I thank you for taking the time to uh, during Likewise, your trip to stop you by. Invite. Of course, it was my pleasure. Of course, man, it was cool, and, and thanks for sharing your wisdom with us and your sharing is caring. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> your experience. <laughs> cool, man. So yeah, we'll meet again soon.
Coolio. Next time you're in Vienna or next time I'm in Croatia. Yes. Yeah. See you tomorrow, so we start cool. from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, man. Thank Bye. you again. Bye, everybody. Cheers. And he's telling you how ready you are to go to the army. Yeah. And with me, it was like, I'm sorry, you can't go to the army. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's fine with me. But <laughs> yeah. actually, I wanted to go to Red Cross. And it's like, not, not even to them. And I was like, yeah, what's the reason for it? Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. there's so many reasons I don't want to <laughs> start. Join us next week with our guest, Boycott. See you then.